You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. This is Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing how to increase production by offering a new service with composite veneers. Our guest is Dr. London Albrecht, a key opinion leader for Coltine and a consultant for Coltine, a global dental manufacturer. He has lectured internationally to dentists on the subject of cosmetic and restorative dentistry. Dr. Albrecht has an innovative mind and is constantly seeking ways to improve dentistry for the patient and the dentist. Dr. Albrecht, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Thanks for having me. So there was a really good podcast that we did earlier that covered a general review of same-day cosmetics, specifically about composite veneers. And you talked about the technique, you talked about the demand, um, the fact that it's actually provided your office uh, a really good focus on satisfying patients that fit into that demographic of not having the resources for a traditional veneer. And then you mentioned that the success you've had with these single visit composite veneers has been quite astounding. You know, years later, they come back and, and it's looking pretty good. We also talked about offline, the gas station model. And so if let's start with that concept and then uh, we'll continue through. What is the gas station model? So at least I'm here in Ohio. Uh, we have big sheets, gas stations all over and Giant Eagle has get-go gas stations all over and all these different big gas stations. And there's a statistic that shows that gas stations make two to 3% of their income off gas, right? A gas station only making two to 3% of their income off gas. And they're actually making more of their revenue off the services they offer inside the gas station, like food, coffee, et cetera. Um, and so that same theory is, is relevant in general dentistry is that the more services you offer, obviously the more production your office can generate. That's why there's a benefit to doing implants in office. There's a, diff, you know, a benefit to having a perio uh, come to your practice. And, and so if you can offer all these services, you can keep more production in your office. And so the benefit to adding company or to your practice is that you're able to offer an additional service. Not only is it just an extra service to offer, but it's a service that is so in need for so many patients in your practice. Say there's a pie chart of your practice. I would say 10% of a practice is, is able to do porcelain veneers. Of that other, maybe 40% of that pie or whatever are patients that are edentulous or indentures or partials, things that maybe veneers aren't even something that um, they're a candidate for. And then in that other, say 50, 60%, there are a lot of patients that are unhappy with their smile. And for those patients, they're looking for ways to make their smile better. And in this era, they all want nice, white, straight teeth for their profile pics and and for those patients that can't afford traditional veneers, by coming in with a service like Companier, now you're able to tap into a production that is already there for all your patients in your practice. You're not having to find new patients, but you can offer a service to them that will enhance their aesthetics, make themselves more, more confident, and do something that is extremely more rewarding for you as a general dentist. Yeah. So if you can elaborate, you mentioned Companier, but for those out there that are listening, Companier is a product name for a composite veneer 
now company are maybe the only one the only product that's available from coltine there may not even be another product out there i i don't know um dr albrecht could tell us that but if you're wondering what company is it's basically a composite veneer that comes in a box you know you take it out of the little package and use composite and bonding agent and place the veneer right onto the tooth with some minimal preparation of the tooth and boom they got a, a beautiful looking tooth and obviously there's shade implications that the kit handles and dr albrecht went through that fairly carefully on a previous podcast. So you're mentioning to us that within a practice, there are patients that are just not getting veneers because they either obviously don't need them for the reasons you mentioned, or they don't have the resources to pay for them. But this opens up a whole nother opportunity for the practice, uh, the same day dentistry, uh, single visit composite veneers. And I'm wondering whether it's underutilized in the dental profession. I know you talked about in a previous podcast that you fell into this because your dad had the box and then someone was going to a wedding and they fractured tooth number eight and they came into your office and expected you to fabricate a veneer in the laboratory that you have there. But you went ahead and found this kit from, from Coltine and uh, it kind of saved the day. I'm not sure a ton of doctors know about this or even use this. So if you want to elaborate a little more about the importance, in, especially in your practice, of having this service available. Think of it like this. Imagine you go to buy a car and you go to the car lot and you say, I want a car. Car salesman comes to you and says, those are all the Lexuses and Mercedes. And you say, well, I can't afford the Lexus or Mercedes. And they say, well, then you don't get a car. It's the same theory. If you're a patient and you go to the dentist and you say, I want nice teeth. I want veneers, and they say, well, this is how much the veneers are, and they say, well, I can't afford that. So instead of offering the Lexus and Mercedes, you do that, and if they can't afford it, then you say, well, how about a, how about a Ford Focus? You know, And you say, how about a composite veneer? It's half the cost of a porcelain veneer, yet it's going to be, um, I can do it in one visit. There's no preps, or there's no, there's no temporaries. There's no impression. Uh, there's no lab bill. It's one visit in, you know, 20 minutes to two hours, depends on how many teeth you're doing, and uh, less overhead for the dentist uh, and less, less cost for the patient. So what I'm going to ask you as the patient is, Dr. Albrecht, this sounds great. How long is this going to last? Do I have to come back and have this replaced every year? No, yeah, not at all. I, I've, I've got cases that are 10 plus years old, and I, traditionally when you do them, that's it. They're in. And the only way they're going to come off is if I have to prep them off. And, um, there, you know, it's the, the biggest thing with these that I like about companier or composite veneers is if I come in one morning and the first thing I usually do is look at my patient's schedule, what, who I have come in for the day and what I got to do with procedures. And if I see a patient on my schedule that I know I did veneers on traditional porcelain veneers, and I see their name and underneath it, I see broke or a chip. I'm like, ah, because what do you got to do? You got to, I got to get them back. I got to cut that whole veneer off. I've got to retake. I got to take a new impression. I got to make a temporary that's may not match perfectly to the other veneers. Two weeks later, I got to have them back. I got to rebond a new veneer on. It's a headache where if I do companiers, this is just another plus to these is that if a patient does chip one, which you talked about replacing them. I, I, you don't have to replace them, but of the thousands I've done, I've had, a, I've had a handful of chips. And if that happens, they come in, 
it's a quick fix. I just roughen it up, etch and bond some composite right back on it, and it's it's done. It's a permanent fix. Um, so in, it, the other avenue of veneers is that people, it's the headache, you know, the headache of if a veneer chips or breaks. And in this, with composite veneers, it takes the headache out of veneers even because if it does chip or break, it's a quick, easy, permanent fix. And what is the learning curve for a dentist who never did this before? And there are some dentists, I'm sure, I'm not sure because I'm an endodontist retired. Are there some dentists that are not doing veneers at all where this would be a great entry into veneers? Um, and the other part of the question is, what's the learning curve? When I first joined my dad's practice, my dad and sister, when I joined them, uh, we practiced in Northeast Ohio, kind of blue collar town. And I remember I was asking about veneers because it interested me. And I remember my dad saying, we're a bread and butter dentist office. We don't do veneers. This ain't Hollywood out here. And 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 he was right. I, I would have maybe one or two patients a year that would do veneers. I was not doing any veneers and, and I wanted to. It's just my patients that they couldn't afford them. I mean, I would treatment plan them. I had stacks and stacks of treatment plans for veneers that just patients never did. So then I started, I had found out about these and Companier and started offering those. And it's amazing at how many patients want straight, nice teeth that when given a more affordable option, they all jump at. With lumineers, with composite, with all sorts of different types of veneers out there, there's a learning curve because you've got to learn how to, one, prep the tooth, how to get the impression just right, how to isolate and how to cement. And 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 so with companier, the learning curve isn't there. You don't have to do veneers or have done a bunch of veneers to start doing companier. It's actually totally the opposite. If you've done a white filling before, if you've done a white composite and you know how to etch a tooth, bond a tooth and place composite, then you can do a companier. You don't even have to have done any bonding. Bonding is harder than a companier. Bonding, you've got to freehand shape the tooth, then you've got to polish it and make it look like a tooth. A companier, is already been shaped. It's already been polished. All the hard stuff's been done for you. You just have to bond it on with a white filling. So, if, so the learning curve is minimal. If you if you've done a white filling or a composite, you can do a companier easy. So when you take the um, shell out of the package, how tough is it, or how easy is it, I should say, to match it up with the tooth that you're trying to restore? So you you basically have a choice of medium or large. Most people fall into those two categories as far as size of the tooth. So you'll take out based on that size, if they look like a medium and there's a size little template you can try in, but from that template, if you pick the right size like a medium, it's usually dead on. And if it's not, you just shape a tiny bit with a soft flush disc around the gingival margin. And then you can even leave it a little long. And then I just, I just press it on, let the composite kind of squirt out the sides and then go around with a, a, a red flame diamond, like a fine diamond, just go around the contours and edges of the, the companier and then a little soft flush disc just to kind of clean things up and, and you're done. You've already, it's already shaped and polished. So you're just trying to find a way to basically press the companier onto the tooth. So if you had four teeth to do, I, I assume you do multiple teeth at, in one visit if they're, if that's applicable to the treatment plan. And if so, what's the time frame? What's the chair side time we're talking about to do like seven, eight, nine, and 10? 
you know, for four teeth to be 80 minutes is basically what I always treat my plan, 20 minutes of tooth. And I know that's pretty accurate. I, I've lectured all the way from British Columbia to Montreal and in all those different areas and hands-on courses all around up there. And and I've found that with dentists that have reached out to me with cases they've done. And I actually had a, one of my buddies that wanted to start practice or that practices in Columbus, Ohio, that wanted to start practicing with companies. So I actually went down to his practice, had a patient there. I did the first one on eight and then I watched him do nine and he did it. I kind of timed him, same thing. First time ever even watching or doing one and he did it in less than 20 minutes. So it's, uh, and that's on the high side. That's if you're prepping or if there's a, a cavity involved, sometimes there'll be a class three like decay and I'll just go ahead and prep that out and just kind of do a companier over the front of it. And so, you know, it, 20 minutes <clears throat> of tooth is more than more than reasonable. And do insurance companies cover this? Uh, so insurance companies traditionally do not cover this in the States because like anything, you know, they consider anything in the front or anterior region to be cosmetic most of the time. In Canada, I know it's uh, up there. They typically bill it out as a five surface composite and it, it does get picked up by insurance companies. Unfortunately, here in the States, it seems to be more of an, uh, like a considered cosmetic. But again, if you're offering this as a, at 50% the cost of a traditional veneer, they're going to be paying, instead of paying $1,000 out of pocket for one tooth, they could end up paying $500 or $450 a tooth. And it, it's uh, the patients are a lot more likely to do that. Right. And it's obviously profitable for the, for the dentist, this whole system. Yeah. Your only overhead um, from the dentist side is, so it's one visit. So your chair time is going to be less. You're out the composite shell, the company or shell, which is $55 a shell. So your only overhead is $55 and you're, you don't have to do any temporaries. So less chair time, no temporaries or no impression needed, no lab bill. So there's no lab bill cost. And so your, your chair time is quicker. Uh, your overhead is less. And again, it's an affordable, more obtainable option for so many patients that already are in your practice. What part does your staff play chairside, your assistance in, in doing this procedure? So uh, not, not, not really much. I mean, again, if, if your assistants ever helped you with a white filling, they're capable of doing a companier because that's all it is. You know, they're irrigating, uh, you know, maybe they're helping to hold the lip up or something, nothing crazy. So you don't even have to worry about training your assistant. It's nothing uh, like a new procedure that they would have to be aware of. The one thing that is kind of nice that assistants can sometimes play a part in is a little bit of marketing. Uh, you know, you can either, sometimes if I even get in the room, they'll already be like, hey, she told me about these companiers. And, and, and that's a great thing. But again, even going the marketing route, it's amazing how much patients will market for you that you've done a smile makeover on. I do my own endo. You said you're an endodontist. And there's times, you know, you'll, you, I'll get number 14 and I'll, you'll get the MB2. It'll be a curvy canal, super long, you know, some, some amazing fill, right? And, and you'll be working on it for so long and you get the fill just right. Everything comes out. It looks perfect on the radiograph. And you're looking at it. I sometimes I'll even blow it up, kind of show the patient like, wow, look at that curvy thing. And you got all four in there and I feel great. But then that patient leaves and they're not going around showing patients their tooth or showing pictures of their x-ray to their patients or their friends 
But if you do anything on a front tooth as a dentist and you do anything in their smile, whether it's a chipped front tooth, if you can do a smile makeover and take them from some crooked teeth or some discolored teeth and make them perfect, white and straight, those patients are the biggest marketing billboards for your practice because everyone will look at it and they'll say, wow, your dentist is so good. Or they'll walk out being like, look how good my dentist is. Instead of them saying, yeah, my dentist found the MB2 on number 15 and distal curve. And like, they don't know that stuff, but patients know their smile. And if you can make their smile look great, patients think that you're great and they refer all your friends and they all see it. They'll put a picture up on Facebook and the, somebody will come and say, oh my gosh, your smile is so great. Where'd you go? What'd you do? They all can see it. It's like these patients are walking billboards for your practice. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. But um, also, if they were just going down the route of doing a, a traditional veneer, they would also do that kind of marketing. But in your case, and in many other practices, those patients that are using this composite shell technique would never have a veneer. So they wouldn't be, so you're getting all this additional marketing on top of exactly. the patients that are doing the traditional veneers that, that are just sitting in your office, that this patient population is untapped is what you're saying. Exactly what I'm saying. You're still going to get your traditional porcelain veneers and you're still going to do those cases. I still do those cases, but I'm getting a whole bunch of patients that are doing these composite veneer smile makeovers that can't afford those traditional veneers. And that's the patient, or I end up doing, if I break down my year, I do a bunch of uh, porcelain veneer cases, but I'm almost getting, I'm doing double the amount of composite veneer smile makeovers just because there's so many more patients that don't have those resources. And that's the population that you're kind of tapping into with, with Componeer. How many patients do you see that uh, you think is a candidate for the composite veneer, but then orthodontically there's some challenges? What, what do you, how do you proceed when there's a rotated tooth or it's just not really feasible to go forward with this type of single visit veneer? I always present that as an option, whether we either go forward with some Invisalign or um, some ortho spring appliance that could maybe get the teeth in better position before doing something like that. Um, but you know, that's where it just becomes a fine line of in not everyone has a really rotated tooth or with some of those, you sometimes you can camouflage it a little bit. It's just really whatever the patient feels comfortable with. Uh, but I always do offer some ortho if it's just, you know, a case that's not, not applicable. But again, because it's a composite veneer, sometimes you can do things that are a little bit more, it's a little more forgiving. Porcelain veneers are etched in stone. Things are a little bit more uh, permanent, I guess. Where a composite veneer, I can I can put that on and I can even play with it. I can add to it. I can do things with it where you can't really add to porcelain. And so sometimes if it's a you know an unorthodox case, sometimes you can get away with a little bit more with a composite veneer because you can touch it up. You can add to it. You can take some away. You can redo one if you want. It's it's a little more forgiving. Mm -hmm. What's the best way for a dentist to get started with a system like this? I, I would reach out to maybe a Colting rep in your area, or just honestly, you could probably just start ordering companies on your own and, and you could watch some videos. I have, I have webinars that come out um, or uh, workshops, but once you can get your hands on them or, or watch some YouTube videos, whatever it is, I would say the best way to get going is to, 
could do a, a smile makeover for free or at a really reduced cost for maybe a family friend or an assistant's husband or wife or something. Um, and, and, and that way you can do it on a patient. Um, and I think that's the best way. I, I, I've done smile makeovers before for free, like as a Christmas gift, um, right around Christmas time. And those things, uh, not only do patients are so grateful for them, but it's a great way that you can learn and um, find, you know, kind of hone in on your skills, but yet also give back and give someone the kind of a smile that they've been waiting for. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for uh, a dentist to explore this and what you're saying is you're, you're again, reaching an untapped market in your, within your practice. And then of course you benefit from the, all the referrals that are coming from that. And these are patients, as we said many times in the last two podcasts would, would otherwise not get uh, veneers. I'm not sure what these patients would be getting uh, for, to improve their smile. Obviously whitening is not going to do it, right? What are their other options other than just painting on composite? you know, with some bonding yeah. agent. So what's a fun thing to do is if you go on Google and you Google clip on smiles, like if you go in Target or CVS or these drugstores, you can actually see these before and after. You can order them online, like nineteen ninety nine, and it's like a pre-made smile, like it's like a gummy thing. And they'll they'll clip them on. You got to look at these videos. People, <laughs> smi people smiling with them on images. It's hilarious. But... So, so what, what, what that even goes to show is that, that that is the demographic, that those patients are looking to improve their smile, that there's these manufacturers that are making these little press-on smiles and snap-on, you know, quick smiles, and those patients are buying those for job interviews, for profile pics, whatever it may be. These, that, those are the patients that want their teeth nicer but just can't afford traditional veneer. That's a very strong argument to show the demand on, on a smile makeover by having them do these snap-on things going to uh, Walmart to pick them up. Yeah, that I've never heard of, but that's hilarious. I um, Google the images. They're funny. They're funny. <laughs> we, all need, we all need a laugh. I think after this podcast, yeah. I'm going to go do that. But I do remember, it's funny, as an endodontist, when I used to do these tough cases, my wife was my assistant at the time, and um, the only person I could show the curves and the, the obturation was to my wife because she appreciated it. And she would develop the x-ray and call me over and she said, Phil, take a look at this. And I went, yes, we nailed it. And she was so <laughs> proud of me. That, that, that was the only satisfaction I got. When yeah. I went back to the patient, I, I wouldn't tell them, you know, we really did a good job on this one because that's what they're there for. They, they expect a good job. Yeah. But, you know, they don't realize the challenges of some of these cases where the roots are, are so curved, it's un, unbearable to do these cases. Maybe that's why I don't practice anymore, but I did enjoy it. Uh, but I, I like working for Viva Learning and doing these podcasts. Um, it's been very enlightening, Dr. Albrecht. You really have a very sincere, candid approach to uh, discussing this, uh, this part of your practice. And we've covered a lot of stuff in two webinars, in two podcasts, I should say. So if anybody's looking to learn more about composite veneers and see how that could economically change their practice, um, learn more about case selection and the, the uh, arm, armamentarium that's, that's needed to do this. It's all pretty much online. Uh, just reach out to Coltine. You can just go to Coltine's website or Google Componeer. Make sure I'm spelling that right, Dr. Albrecht. It's C-O-M-P-O-N-E-E-R. 
as in Nancy, E-E-R, Compo Correct. Near. Yeah, same day cosmetics. It sounds like a phenomenal system. It's been out a while, and you mentioned that they are coming out with a new version of this product with some improvements. Do you want to, as we end this podcast, do you want to mention anything about that? Uh, sure. I know that they're at, uh, available in Europe right now, but it's uh, Coltine's recent newest composite is a, a nano hybrid composite called Brilliant Everglow. It's won lots of awards on uh, Dental Insider, and it's a great composite. But what's great about the new version of Componier is that it's Componier Brilliant, meaning that it's uh, going to be pressed, that composite shell is being pressed out of their newest composite, that Brilliant Everglow composite, which is which is nice because then you can use Brilliant Everglow composite to to seed it. So the whole thing is a, a homogeneous same day veneer that's all made out of the same material. Right, somewhat of a somewhat of a monolithic approach. Um, exactly. Yeah. So the actual shell you're saying has the new nano technology in it with the composite. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But but again, that's that hasn't been released yet in the states, and so that's something that's coming. Okay, very, very good. Dr. Albrecht, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And um, Dental Talk is one of the fastest growing dental podcasts in America now. We thank our audience for, for helping that happen. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We're on vivalearning.com, both on the desktop and the mobile site. So continue to listen. We uh, love doing these. Your feedback has been great, and we owe it to you for our very, very rapid growth in this uh, world of podcasting because podcasting is getting pretty ubiquitous these days, but to get the kind of uh, audience that we're getting on this is just really very satisfying. Thanks again, Dr. Albrecht, for your feedback, and we hope to see you soon. Appreciate you having me on.